This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com In this week's parasha, we read about the special garments that Kahanim were required to wear when doing the avoid in the Beis HaMikdash. So as we know, the Kohen Gadol was mandated to wear eight Bagadim. Two of those garments were the Choshen, the breastplate, and the Ephoi, the vest. The Choshen had twelve stones with the names of the twelve Shvatim etched into it. The ephod had two stones, also with the names of the Shvatim, and they were attached to the straps of the ephod, which rested on the shoulders of the Kohen Gadol. The Choshen was positioned on the Kohen Gadol's chest. However, in describing the placement of the Choshen, the Torah says, Aharon shall carry the names of Bnei Yisrael, Aliboy, over his heart. And the question is, Aharon wore the Choshen on his chest. So why does the Torah say that he should wear it aliboy over his heart? What's the message here? So Biakov Kamenetsky points out something very interesting. He says, there's no word in Tanakh to describe the brain. Although moyach is used to describe the brain in modern Hebrew, there's no word for brain in the written Torah. The term moyach was coined by Chazal. So what word does the Torah use to describe the brain? Says Rabbi Yaakov, and this is a big Chiddush, it is none other than the word lev, which is typically translated as heart. But lev is actually a reference to the brain. We often find expressions of lev that refer to intellect. We say every day, We ask Hashem for cognitive function, which clearly refers to the brain. And we use the word lev. So now we understand why the Torah instructs Aharon to put the names of the Shvatim on his heart. Because even though physically Aharon carried the names of Kal Yisrael on his chest, but the Torah uses the expression Aliboy, which means brain, because Aharon carried their burdens and their concerns on his mind. Wearing the Jewish people on his heart meant he was always mindful of them. And perhaps... That is why the names of Kal Yisrael were etched in stone specifically. Because every Yid has their own personal burdens, their hardships, their stones that they carry around with them. And Aharon, as the leader in Kal Yisrael, carried all of their tzaras, all of their stones, not only on his shoulders, but also in his heart and mind. Because that is what a leader does. We too must carry the plight of our brothers and sisters in our hearts. We are living in unprecedented times. Jewish people in Israel are in pain. Families are suffering. Klal Yisrael is under siege. It's a time of Hester, a time of war, a time of darkness. 134 of our brethren are still in captivity, enduring unimaginably horrific conditions. We cannot be apathetic to their plight. We must do something every day to remind ourselves of their hardships. I read recently where a teenager said that she has not taken a hot shower since October 7th. And perhaps we can also do a little something. Maybe get up five minutes earlier every morning. Don't hit that snooze button a second time. Or say one capital to Hillam for a specific hostage or a specific soldier. Or perhaps when we eat a meal, skip the dessert. Or leave over the last piece. There are people suffering. We don't have to indulge until the very last bite. Something, even minor, every day, to remind ourselves, for those few minutes at least, 
that there are Yidin on the other side of the world who are suffering. Maybe in the schos of our suffering, Hashem will alleviate some of their suffering. I'd like to share with you a personal story. Last Sunday was Super Bowl 58, the most exciting, the most thrilling event on the sports calendar. It's the day every fan looks forward to all year long. The day a new champion is crowned. My son-in-law is an avid NFL fan. But he decided that this year he will not be watching the game. He said, Jewish people are suffering. Our brothers are languishing in dark tunnels for months on end. They're starving, sleeping on chairs. And I'm going to go to a Super Bowl party? It doesn't feel right. So he asks his Bar Mitzvah would you come learn with me in Beis Medrash? And he says, you mean after the game? And he tells him, no, right now. Yeah, but the game is starting now. I know, but this year I made the decision to go to shul to learn. Are you joining me? And he says, yes, I'll come. They learn for a few hours. They dive Marv. He comes home, he opens his phone, and he sees, breaking news, the IDF has recaptured two hostages. He said, I looked at my watch when we walked into Beis Medrash, and it was 6.49 p.m. That is, 1.49 a.m. in Gaza. That was precisely when the IDF went into the building to rescue the hostages. When we demonstrate an act of Messias Nefesh, Hashem repays that act with something miraculous. We must emulate the Midah of Aharon HaKoyen. The Choshen had the names of the Shvatim, but the Aharon constantly carried their stones on his mind. Today we don't have a Koyen Gadol. We don't have an Eifod. We don't have a Choshen. But we can write down the names of the hostages or the name of a soldier laying in the hospital or on the battlefield on our, in our Siddur. And they should constantly be on our minds when we daven. And even recite an extra tefillah on their behalf. We never know which virtuous act, which tefillah will spare a soldier from harm or liberate a hostage from captivity. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.